It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. All right, made it to a Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. You ever get out of bed in the morning and say, why am I getting out of bed? Every day. I have one today. Ah, Scoots, you need some therapy, my friend. Had one today. Ah, it's cold, drizzle. It snowed a little bit on the way over here, by the way. Ed's not going to be here. Texting me this morning. I, uh, full disclosure, let you behind the curtain here. I don't do any research for this show the night before Ed's going to be on because he's going to talk most of the show anyway. I had to get up, get the text from Ed. I had to get to work. Jeez, my brain hurts. Guess who's on the Eminem Cartage Hotline? Hello, Ed. How are you today, brother? Hey, when I wake up in the morning and I know I'm going to be on the Big X with John Spears, that just brightens my day, and I just can't I can't hardly stand it. That should brighten your day. I've seen your day. I mean, There's nothing brighter than that. I mean, one hour of sports talk about local and national sports is just, Right up my alley, but man. you but you bailed out again it. today. You bailed out again. Well, I had pressing matters to take right. care of. You know, I'm trying very hard, Ed, not to hold that against you in this year's Caller of the Year award, which the, wow, you know, it started already the Caller of the Year <laughs> stuff, and I try to well, keep it separate <laughs> from in studio stuff, but it's getting difficult. Who won last year? Buzz won. Oh, Buzz won. Because your yeah. phone cut out a couple of times on me during the, during the year. I thought we gave it to David. No, we did not. We gave it to Buzz Frank. Come on, Scooter. Well, you know, I, I might have to hang up on that note. I'm really just Ed won, Ed won two years ago, and then last year. Yes, uh, Buzz won. And, and next I year. Mean, do, we get a, do, do we get a free McAllister sandwich or something like that with it? I will buy you a McAllister sandwich, Ed. So, yes. <laughs> You get a, you would get a free McAllister sandwich. Don't tell Buzz. How about if I use my refreshing rewards card at Thornton's, which well, I'm in there every day? You know that right now you can get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, bacon, and egg and cheese croissant, or steak and egg burrito, along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz, freeze, or 20-ounce bottle of soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Now, see, that's a good radio partner there. You set me up. You you led me into that little promo. Well done. Well, that's uh, that's my that's my main, t- is to set you up, my main deal. Good contribution. Scooter and I ha- ha- have a thing. Scooter sets you up. I set you up. You need all the help you can get. Trust me. <laughs> Sound like my wife now. That was being spirited, wasn't it? That was being spirited, wasn't it, Scoots? Yeah, it was just a little spirit. bit, yeah. What do you want to talk about today, Ed? Let's talk about some sports. Oh, I've got I've got tons of stuff to talk about. You know, we thought the Louisville uh, we thought the Louisville uh, situation was a mess, and it's now getting itself straightened out. Still, they're two and fifteen. Yes, they are. But what's going on at What's going on at Kentucky? Listen. I, I I understand it. My sources have told me that. That uh, Cal will not talk to Mitch. Mitch yep. will not talk to Cal. Yep. 
they raised the money for the new uh, uh, facility, the practice practice facility, facility and, and Mitch won't let him and build Mitch it. Said, and Mitch said no. Yeah, and unbelievable. Plus, they're on uh, they're dropping game after game. Uh, this all came about yesterday after we got off the show from a Kyle Tucker article in the Athletic, and it was eye-opening to say the least. The Scooter, did your guys talk about that a lot this morning? Oh yeah, that's all we talked about. I mean, we actually had Kyle Tucker on who wrote the article, not talking to each uh, each other, and uh, you know the the whole look. Kyle raises thirty million dollars by himself to build this practice facility, and the athletic director says you can't do it. And then Mark Stoops says, you know, in 2022, early in 2022, they were supposed to – they got the okay to do some upgrades, and Mark Stoops said, I haven't seen a crane yet. So it's not good up there. And, and here's what's happening now, Ed, in my opinion. These coaches are now turning on Mitch Barnhart, Right. Because uh, yes. once the coaches yes. start getting heat from the fan base and from the media, now who are we going to turn this on? And they're turning it on Mitch Barnhart. Maybe they're right. Maybe they should. But you keep all that stuff in-house until all of a sudden somebody hurts somebody's feelings. Apparently, Cal wanted to apologize right away for saying Kentucky was a basketball school. And uh, Mark Stoops got a little mad about that. And Mitch Barnhart wouldn't let him apologize. Publicly, well, that's not publicly. Right. So, that's not right. you know, but they're turning on the AD you know, all of a sudden. And Kentucky fan would love nothing more than turn on the AD and keep their coaches, I believe. Well, have, have you noticed that the, uh, and uh, you may or may not, but the Saturday, Saturday, the Tuesday night game against South Carolina, which was supposed to be a win, turns out to be a loss, and there was a lot of empty seats. Yes, there were a lot of empty seats. And that never happened. I remember that a day when you had to get put on a waiting list for season tickets in the upper deck in the corner, um, and you couldn't get them. I mean, you were on the waiting list for right. years, right. and you couldn't get season tickets. Those days are long gone, man. They are long gone. And part of it well, is COVID. Uh, part of it is when, when COVID happened, people realized, you know what? It's a lot cheaper for me to sit home with my high-definition 70-inch television and buying my cheap beer and uh, sitting on my sofa and not having to pay for parking, and that happened everywhere. That happened everywhere. I think attendance is down throughout college basketball because people realize it's a heck of a lot cheaper to stay at home and enjoy the games. Well, if you live in far western Kentucky and you're a U.K. fan or far eastern Kentucky and say you average up to maybe two to three hours of driving there, that's gas, which has gone down a little bit. You want Not enough. When you get, if you got kids, you want to feed them. You want to, have a, you want to experience the whole thing. It's, it should be fun when you go to games, winning or not, and obviously winning is more fun than losing. So, therefore, they're kind of getting a disconnect from, from, from all around. Cause you go, and I'm sure I don't know exactly what the prices are at Rupp Arena, for hot dogs, and everything's and all expensive it. everywhere. But it's 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 expensive, and you pay twenty dollars to park in, in Kentucky, and you can't uh, get a beer, and you can't get a beer. That's that's right. So, you know, I, I can see why fans are upset. Uh, college basketball has gotten so corporate, and they give all the they don't give them they they charge a seat license, and then these big companies come in and say, well, we'll give you twenty thousand dollars for 
you know, X amount of, and it's, it's all, it's gotten so money fractured that the normal fan and students, now they do have good student participation at Kentucky and sometimes they do at Louisville as well. But, but I, my estimation was this year for Louisville, I'd say, okay, if you want to go to a Louisville game, if I, if I were Josh Hurd, which obviously he never listens to me or you either one about anything, nor should he, uh, or, nor should he. <laughs> but I would if you want to go to a Louisville game. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a $10 ticket and you can sit up in the top part of the arena for $10 for the rest of our games. And all you're doing is, you know, walk, but all you're doing up there is watching the big screen because it's not a good seat. Well, once you get, once you go past the fifth or sixth row in the upper deck, it's not a good seat. Well, I, I agree. But I mean, if you got, if you're, if you're a kid, if you're a kid, and Dad, take me to to the game. Well, I can't afford to. Obama, you know, ten bucks is not going to break anybody. You know, another ten to fifteen to, to park. Ten to, and, it's going to be know, ten to park, and that's four blocks away. So you're hoping for good weather. Twenty to park if you want to park close. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to get this. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. It's just there is no yeah, cheap I, way to go to the games anymore. There's no cheap no, way for the no, nor, for the average fan to go to the games. There's not. Now, I have to admit that JCPS, the Louisville Invitational Tournament, is this week. Uh, boys and then the girls, I think, is the week after next. Uh, I put out a column, oh, it's been a while ago, and uh, that $10 was too much for a high school student to pay to see a regional tournament game. Yeah. But lo and behold, the LIT is only 8 bucks. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a savings, but, you know, they want to, you want to draw kids who are in school. You want to have a, a positive environment. I was that there Wednesday. They had good crowds Wednesday. They had really good crowds out of Valley Wednesday. Well, good. I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I, I will be out there on the, definitely out there tomorrow evening to watch the uh, final, but which could be between Ballard uh, Manual Mail or uh, a Western. Yeah, should be a good final. Should be fun. Are are you going to be at at uh, Yum Center tomorrow? That's what I want to know. No, I want to know if you're going to be there. I am going to be there. Yes. I would not miss. There's two. There's about three teams, four teams that I would not miss at the Yum Center. In, in, in that would be one would be Carolina, two would be Duke, three in be in Virginia. Although I despise Virginia. You know what's funny? Ball, you know what's funny? Duke doesn't interest me anymore because Coach K is not there. Really? Yeah. I don't care about John Shire's Duke Blue Devils. I couldn't care less. They still, they still interest me. They're, they, they're a brand. They are, and a brand. obviously when, and and obviously when Kentucky comes in, that's a that that's a big deal because there's always a buzz. It seems like when Louisville plays any of those people, there's a buzz. This is like going to Kentucky when they play Tennessee or they play Kansas or they play one of those. You know, another. Uh, and of course, Duke hasn't been to Kentucky in forever, and. Kentucky's surely not going to Duke, I guarantee you that. Uh, they probably don't uh, want to go to Tennessee tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's probably Yikes. true. true but I saw a spread of 12 earlier today in that game. Think about well, that. Well, did you hear my hear my question yesterday? Who's going to come closer? Louisville hosting North Carolina or Kentucky yeah. at yeah. Knoxville? That's a good question. And I used that on the air. With, I think Tony was on the air. That. I think it was two days ago you, sent, you asked that. I think, who's Indiana playing this weekend? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ugh. In, Where? in Bloomington. 
And that's still a yucky game. Wisconsin may be without one of their best players, Tyler Wall. And if you listen to the Spears on Sports program, he's going to talk about that. Well, I'll tell you. uh, (laughs) Wisconsin is always a tough game for anybody because of the way they play. Uh, Michigan State scored on their last seven possessions the other night to uh, upset Wisconsin. I don't know if it was upset. They were at home and they were favored, but they beat Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin had that game. I don't want to say they had it in hand, but they had a probably an 80% chance of winning that game with four minutes to go. And could not I know we're kind of all over the map here today. But yeah, why not? Does, does they have, a, have an outside shot to win the Big Ten, uh, maybe knocking off Purdue or uh, you know one of these other uh, supposedly great teams? You know, Illinois is not what they were. I, I like Illinois, and I like Brad Underwood, but they're not. They don't seem to be firing on all cylinders. I think Michigan, uh, Michigan State, State is better than people thought. They're four and one in conference, Ed. They're tied for first with Purdue. And we all know that Tom Izzo can coach. Absolutely, he doesn't he'll he'll strangle somebody the way the looks on his face <laughs> are. Priceless. Rutgers is the only other team in the Big Ten with four conference wins, and they're four and two. Purdue and Michigan State wow. are four and one. Purdue plays tonight, by the way, at home against Nebraska. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I will uh, give you a call uh, next week, and I will be clearing the flag tonight for the uh, Providence and Charlestown girls games. Ooh, have fun. Yikes. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting home on my couch. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate the call, as always. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. I never even got to that. 384-1450, if you'd like to join in the conversation, 384-1450. Ed cheated the system. He did. You can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. Texter says, Barnhart just did a 20-minute interview on the other channel. Um, touched on a lot of topics, and you should listen to that podcast. So I will go home and listen to that podcast, because I want to hear his point of view. Yeah, It's not up I yet. Wanna, I just checked. You know, Mitch Barnhart, has taken a lot of gunfire here in the last 20 hours or so. He's taken a lot of heat, not only from the Mark Stoops comment, but Cal saying, hey, look, we got the money. They won't let me build a practice facility. And now it's leaking. Oh, we got a leak at, uh, in the practice facility. Kyle, I, did, did you read Kyle Tucker's article? Because I haven't read it. Uh, I could not. It's on the athletic, so it's behind a paywall. Oh, okay. but I, I saw. I was able to see a good there are ways chunk around of it that on Twitter last night. So don't tell anybody. There I got the basic gist. That. And then he touched on it a lot this morning. We, like I mentioned, we had him on. Yeah. Um. So anything, was, anything crazy that he said? That it was weird because it, it was almost like he was blaming Cal more so than Mitch. He had the comment that Mitch had reached out to Cal, but Cal won't reach out to Mitch. So it's really not, interesting. It's, it's never good. When the AD and the coach doesn't get along. No. In whatever sport. Doesn't even matter what sport we're talking about. But then apparently on the interview he did here moments ago, he was saying Barnhart said that Cal is the man for the job. They don't have anything wrong with their relationship. Well, it sounds to me like he's trying to right the ship quickly. Yeah. Uh, look, their common fan is not a Mitch Barnhart fan. They're just not. And it, it, this all boils down to no alcohol sales at the football games. I don't even think they care about basketball. But the football games, you can't go in there and get a beer. But the VIP suites have alcohol. So that sends the message that these people that pay this money for these seats are more important than you who don't have the money to pay for those seats. But you use your hard-earned money, and maybe you don't feed the kids 
like Ed said, maybe you'd rather go to a football game than, hey, kids, we're having, uh, you know, microwave popcorn tonight because we're Woo-hoo. spending money to go to the game. Kids would and, love that. But I can't get a beer. All right. Well, Tony Burke just texted me, and you know I got to take that. So we'll take a break. Tony said, I heard Mitch's interview. Mitch disagreed with a lot of what uh, Kyle Tucker said. That's uh, And he said it was a good interview. So, okay, so now we got a coach that's not happy, another coach that's kind of happy, an AD and a coach or a writer and an AD that are, you know, discounting each other's accounts of what's going on here. It's a mess. These are the days of our lives. We'll take a break, come back, preview this weekend's college basketball and pro football. I do have the unsponsored six-pack coming up. And are you afraid of Friday the 13th? That's another reason I didn't want to get out of bed today. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Ah, I love that it's Friday, but it's Friday the 13th. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that number, 414-1450. Basketball tonight right here on the Big X, Floyd Central at Jeffersonville. Matt will bring you the action, 7.30 tips, 7.15 pregame. And then tomorrow night, Jeff and Providence from Providence. Um, I'm going to guess the same time, Scooter? Yeah. Uh, Matt will be on that call. So high school basketball throughout the weekend here on the Big X, along with Indiana, Wisconsin, tomorrow, 1 o'clock tip, noon pregame with Don Fisher from Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Nicely done. Good to see Grace Berger back last night. Yeah, that was awesome. Sacred Heart grad. Uh, Her dad played at St. X, so I called some of his games. Todd, and, uh, boy, that was an ugly injury when it happened, and uh, I'm – not only surprised she's back, she looked good. She looked good last night. Let them do a win over Maryland, who's been a thorn in their side. Yeah, two top ten teams there. Look, look, Indiana's got a shot here. Got are they just outside of the South Carolina discussion? I would say so, yeah. But still I mean, isn't everyone though? Yeah. Other than UConn. Yeah, I don't even know if UConn's, yeah, UConn's in the South had, Carolina yeah. Yeah, that's true. discussion this year. But um glad to see her back. That was great for the Hoosiers. I did go to uh, Freedom Hall last night. By the way, Friday 13th bother you? Oh, no. I'm not superstitious at all. I'm a little stitious. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Actually, when I rolled up to the Big X Studios this mo- early this morning, there was a black cat sitting out front. <laughs> oh, God. It's pretty great. Don't tell me that. I feel like, the, <laughs> I feel like you know, I got 30 minutes left in the show. The <laughs> building might explode. Um, Yeah, I don't like driving on Friday the 13th. I, I'm just... It just and I don't want to know when it's Friday thirteenth, but when I'm writing the show, I write the date down, and so I write down Friday, January thirteenth. Like, oh no, oh. Well, good news is you don't have another one. For, I got nothing to do tonight. You, you don't have another Friday the thirteenth to October. I have nothing to do tonight. That's incredible. Literally going to go home now. I am supposed to drive my wife out to Shepherdsville, run a couple errands, and come back. But after that, I am not leaving the house. I dream of Fridays to have nothing to do. Oh, it's great. There's nothing better. Nothing better. St. X doesn't play because they lost in the LIT, so 
I'll be watching some NBA tonight, a little college basketball. Your Eastern Michigan Eagles are 14-point underdogs at Akron tonight. Hammer that. Which way? Eastern. Oh, man. We might have to put a little steak dinner on that one. Oh, a steak dinner seems a little steep I'm for a meaningless give, game. I'm willing to give two touchdowns to Eastern Michigan against anybody. Might might jump on the McAllister sandwich with Ed. With Ed. I was at uh, Freedom Hall last night. Boy, Bellarmine stunk it up last night. 80-51 to 51 Stetson over the Knights. Now, Stetson is 5-0 and in conference, 10-6 and overall. They had a couple of nice non-conference wins. They beat Florida State, and I know Florida State's down, but that's a good win. That's like Bellarmine beating Louisville. Um, it was 20-2 to before I was logged on my computer at the press press table last night. Jeez. 20-2. Scotty had to call a timeout. He called one at 18-2, to and he was not happy. Bellarmine cut it to 10 midway through the first half, but could get no closer and uh, they fall to a 7-11, 2-3 in conference. They're banged up. They got a couple guys hurt. Jake Thielen, Bash, Bash Wheeland, no, uh, no rhyming notwithstanding. Wheeland and Thielen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're not the same team they were last year. Guess there won't be they're an just, outcry about them not making the tournament. Uh, you never know. Because it's still a one-bid conference. You're still going to play in the conference tournament. Anything can happen. They weren't supposed to win that conference tournament last year. Jacksonville State was the best team last year. And Jacksonville beat Jacksonville State in the semifinals, which allowed Bellarmine to have a home game in the finals of the Atlantic Sun tournament against Jacksonville and uh, knock off the Jacksonville Dolphins. Do you know where Jacksonville State is? It is in Alabama. That's correct. Yes. I only, Tricky. I only know that because they already went there. So uh, the Knights struggle last night. They play uh, 4 o'clock tomorrow. If you have nothing to do or you're looking for something to do, it, it's still fun. they're still fun to watch, even though they shot poorly. Um, 18 three-pointers made by – 19 three-pointers made by uh, their opponent Stetson last night. But uh, they're still fun to watch. They got Florida Gulf Coast coming in tomorrow, 4 o'clock at Freedom Hall, if you're looking for something to do. I do have a six-pack coming up, and I've decided to do the five NFL games on Saturday and Sunday and one college basketball game for you. Yes. Now, and <laughs> During this segment, you're going to be able to figure out which basketball game I'm talking about. Kentucky is at Tennessee tomorrow. <laughs> That's a segue. Cats 10-6, and 1-3 and three in the SEC, just coming off a horrific loss to South Carolina. Tennessee is 14-2, ranked fifth in the country, 4-0 in conference, noon on ESPN. ESPN gets Kentucky at noon and Louisville at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Ooh, programming director. What are you doing? Getting fired. Yikes. Kentucky's still a draw. People still watch. They still want, whether you want them to win or want them to lose, people are tuning in. Noon on ESPN. Here are the last two scores for South Carolina. Tennessee 85, South Carolina 42. South Carolina 71, Kentucky 68. Rick Barnes is 11-9 in his career coaching against Kentucky. 10-7 and wow. seven while he's at Tennessee. The other games were, I guess, at Texas. 10-7 and seven while at Tennessee. Jacob Toppin. Day-to-day with a shoulder. Kaysen Wallace, haven't heard anything, left the uh, South Carolina game in the first half with a back injury. 
back uh, soreness, I don't want to call it an injury, back issues. If Jacob Toppin and Kaysen Wallace don't play tomorrow, I saw an early spread of 12 today. Now, that was in the daily racing form. Not that I'm a horse player, but I happen to run across the daily racing form. And 12 is the number I saw. Toppin, I don't think he's going to play. Wallace, I don't know. I don't have any confidence that he's going to play, but I don't have any reason to believe he won't play either. Guys play with bad backs all the time. Ask Trace Jackson Davis. Every game. Tennessee is is good, and right now Kentucky is bad. And I thought that spread would be 15 or 16. It's 12. If I can get 12, hammer time. And I hate Tennessee. Full disclosure, that is the ugliest orange I've ever seen. And that includes Clemson or anybody or Syracuse or anybody else you want to talk about. Carolina and Louisville, by the way, 2 o'clock ESPN as the fun continues on the mothership. Carolina is unranked, 3-3 three and three in conference. They need a win. They're 11-6 and six after coming off the loss at Virginia this past week. And they lost Armando Baycott in that game. Don't know if he's going to play. He is averaging 17.5 points, 10.5 rebounds a game, averaging a double-double. He's a guy you would think Carolina would need, but it's still a very talented North Carolina team that was in the NCAA championship game last year and has four starters back. Now, if Baycott doesn't play, that means they have three starters uh, back from last year in this game. I love their guards. I think they'll figure it out. Hubert Davis had a great run last year. He was the toast of the town in Chapel Hill. Hey, look at look what Hubert's doing. It's got us to the final four, got us to the championship game. Uh, you know, we forgot about Roy Williams, right? Roy shows up at the game still. Showed up in, in uh, Louisville last year. Maybe he'll show up tomorrow. See him dancing with his wife the other night. Uh, there's some, some things I just don't want to see, but, but no, I didn't see that. The people that were on the Hubert Davis bandwagon last year, I'm not saying they're off of it. I mean, they're 11 and six, They were, but they were ranked number one in the country preseason. They're now unranked. So the bandwagon is slowing down. Nobody's jumped off yet, but it's slowing down in case somebody wants to jump off. Got a couple tires that are going for yeah, that. Yeah, we gotta, we're going to have to stop for a, in a rest area here. Let's see who gets back on the bandwagon and who gets off. Mike James has been great for Louisville. Three games in a row with 17 points. He is the first freshman to do that at Louisville since. Want to guess? You Donovan won't, Mitchell. You won't get it. 1993-94 season, Dewan Wheat. First rookie. Freshman. Now, I know he's a redshirt freshman, but he's the first freshman to score 17 or more in three straight games at Louisville since Dewan Wheat. I mean, you're going back a generation and a half here. Now you could have given me 500 guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Burke will tell you this story. Dewan Wheat played at Ballard. He is the biggest miss I've ever had, the biggest swing and miss I ever had. Because I said when he was recruited by Denny Crum, he will never play at Louisville. <laughs> he is a Louisville Hall of Famer. I mean, he he was great for four years at Louisville. 
I said he'll never play. He's too little, and he's not good enough. Wrong. Try again. Uh, I don't know what the number is on this game. Carolina's going to be favored probably in the 8-10 to 10 range, I would guess. I like Carolina here. I like Carolina. I do. I'm not going to make a part of the six-pack, but I like Carolina because they need the game. Louisville wants the game. Louisville's 2-15, and 15, folks. They don't need any games. Kenny Payne needs some wins. Yes, they would feel better if they got some wins. There is no need for Louisville now. Louisville at this point is, let's get this season over with. We're looking ahead to next year. There's no need for wins. Does them cover in five straight games? That plays into it because eventually you don't cover. Yeah. Eventually you do lay an egg. They were ready to lay an egg at Clemson the other night, and Clemson let them back in the game. Surprising. It was 17 early in the second half. Um, so I kind of like Carolina. Carolina needs the game because you lose to Louisville. Guess what? Now you're on the fence. You're on the, you know, on the bubble, as they say, at three and four, 11 and seven, if you lose this game to Louisville. So I think they're going to come out, especially after the loss at Virginia the other night, they're going to come out firing, firing out of the, out of the locker room. The cards need to be ready for that. And if they're not, this one could get out of hand early. Wisconsin and Indiana, 18th-ranked Badgers, who just lost to Michigan State on the road, and the Hoosiers, who've lost three straight, one and four in conference. This is a must-win. I hate to say it. I said last week you can't lose to Northwestern. They lost to Northwestern. Penn State sort of humiliated them. Indiana is the worst Big Ten team allowing three-point percentage of 352 Opponents shooting thirty-five over 35% from three-point land against Indiana. That's worse than the Big Ten. Wisconsin will shoot some threes. They do shoot threes. That is a system bet, though. If Wisconsin's favored. It's Wisconsin will bet. be favored, John. I don't Come know. on. Come on. If they make Indiana the favorite. I hope they're favored because I have a feeling on Indiana this weekend. I, I think Same. they're going to play well. I think they're going to put it all together, and I think – TJD and Hood Shafino get a little help, enough help to beat Wisconsin. I do. But I don't – I'm not convinced they're not going to be favored in this game just because they're at home. There's no and shot. Wisconsin's leading scores out. No shot. Tyler Wall averages 13 a game, six and a half rebounds, bad ankle, probably likely to not play. He has a chance to play. I'm not going to say he's definitely out. It would be, uh, according to Wisconsin's um, – Pages, it would be surprising if he played. Um, but this is a must win for Indiana. You can't go one and five in conference here. You can't. And you got tough games coming up. You got Michigan State coming up. You you can't go one and five. And you got a home game. The crowd's going to show up. I believe they'll be there. They'll be excited. Uh, you're all American tomorrow. Better be an all American in a lot of ways. The the only thing that worries me, John, is. If you look at Indiana's Big Ten schedule, they just played their easiest stretch of five games. Oh, I know. And they're one and four. It's not going to get any easier. But you don't take into account there is an adjustment period when you lose teammates. Sure. There's an adjustment period. There's one after Xavier Johnson, and maybe you're starting to get, okay, now we're getting comfortable, and boom, Race Thompson goes out. So you got another adjustment period where you have to find out who's going to fill in. 
Geronimo, Renu, uh, you know, which, which of these guys is going to come through? How much does TJD have to do more inside? How much are we going to have to rely on our guard play? Do we need more threes out of Bates and Cop and Hood Shafino? So there's an adjustment period in practice and in games where you try to figure out what is the move. And Mike Woodson's a good coach. He's a good coach. Now, anybody that's anti-Mike Woodson all of a sudden, they ought to be checked. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't hurt Xavier Johnson and he didn't hurt Ray Thompson. But at the same time, you've got to quit using that as an excuse. It's not, but he, And he won't do that. Right. He's not. I am. Yeah. Okay? Mike Woodson's not using an excuse. John Spears is using it as an excuse. Because really, it is valid. 1 o'clock CBS tomorrow. So, again, you get national TV, at home, must-win game. I like the Hoosiers tomorrow. And I hope you're right, Scooter. I hope Wisconsin's favored. That would make me that would make that money line bet just easier for me to make. So we've got Kentucky at noon, Indiana at one, and Louisville at two tomorrow? Correct. That's pretty wild. Get your TVs ready. I will be uh sitting at the the Louisville. I'll be sitting in the media room at, at Yum Center hoping that they put one of those games on the TVs down there, and they usually do not. They'll usually have the ACC network on one TV and then whatever, Louisville promotional ads on the other. How's the food been this year? That's been good. It's always good. Yeah. It's much better than Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's terrible. They give you a $10 concession stand pass to <laughs> right. get you a, a small sandwich and a box <laughs> M&M. But Louisville, they take care of you. They take care of you in the media room. All right, I'll take a break. Uh, NFL football weekend is here. Wild card weekend is here. Playoff football very excited. A lot of great quarterback uh, quarterback play coming up here. So we'll get to that. And the uh, unsponsored six-pack after the break. And did you see LeBron and Luka last night? Boy, that was fun. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Guy. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. Final segment of the week. John Spears in studio. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Eminem Cartage hotline is open. I sounded like I just went through puberty there. <laughs> 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well. 502-414-1450. Hit me up on the text line at that number. My good buddy at Our Place Liquors, that's where I was uh, got the racing form information on the uh, Kentucky game, said Carolina's a 14-point favorite. Hmm. I don't recall them being a sponsor. They are not a sponsor. Oh, that's what, free, that's free called, it's called being a friend, Scooter. <laughs> I know you don't know anything about that. Our Place Liquors, located <laughs> near the uh, Louisville Zoo on Poplar Level Road. 14-point uh, Carolina Spread. I was hoping it'd be <laughs> eight to ten. Fourteen's a big number now. I still like the heels. Uh, and he did. He left the story. Just texted me. I asked him what the Indiana spread was. He he left. He didn't know what the Indiana spread was. So. Uh, by the way, the system one and zero last night. Scoots, tell me you bet it. I did not. Of course not. That's why it hit. Arizona, ninth ranked, went on the road, beat. Oregon State, 86-74. to 74. That's a 12-point win and a 15-and-a-half-point spread. So Oregon State was the system winner last night. By the way, Gonzaga, that's not in the system because it's not a uh, 
Power 5 program, but they went on the road and beat BYU 75-74. Really good finish to that game. UCLA uh, at home, ranked 7th in the country, beat Utah 68-49. Tonight, Nebraska and Purdue in West Lafayette. Purdue is a 15-point favorite, 7 o'clock. Big Ten Network, if you are so inclined. You said tonight? Tonight. Wow. Tonight, the Boilermakers, the Big Ten basketball on a Friday night on the Love Big it. Ten Network. 15-point favorites over a bad Nebraska team. Nebraska's 9-8, but they're not very good. You guys taking Purdue tonight? I think uh, you have to. Yeah. Uh, system games abound this weekend. Saturday. Uh, none on Sunday, but Saturday we got a bunch of system games. Arizona ranked ninth is at Oregon. Now, I don't have the spreads here, but we're going to assume that these road teams are favored. Arizona at Oregon. Now, Oregon might be favored in that game. Oregon is, uh, but they're 9-8. and eight. They're having a little bit of a down year. I expect Arizona to be favored. 11th ranked, I'm sorry, 13th ranked Virginia at Florida State. I know the Cavaliers are going to be pretty good favorite in that game. 15th-ranked Arkansas at Vanderbilt. Arkansas is going to be a, a solid favorite there. 18th or 16th-ranked Miami at North Carolina State. NC State might actually be favored in that game. Wisconsin-Indiana we talked about. Scooter thinks Wisconsin is going to be favored. Yeah. I think the Hoosiers might be favored. That would be wild. 19th uh, Last week, by the way, in the six-pack, I put Illinois in the six-pack, assuming they were going to be underdogs at home against Wisconsin. Illinois was a seven-point favorite <laughs> and covered <laughs> against the ranked Wisconsin Badgers last Saturday. You need a little bit of luck in sports Yeah, gambling. you do. You do. 19th-ranked Providence is at Creighton. That should be a good game. Creighton has been snake bit this year. They've lost a lot of close games. Providence, 14-3. and three. Uh, Maybe they'll be a slight favorite. 20th-ranked Missouri is at Florida. Now, Missouri got, uh, you know, they were the roadkill for Texas A&M. The other night. Texas A&M is undefeated in the SEC. Did you know that? I did. Yikes. Uh, so Missouri won't be favored next week, but they are favored. or They won't be ranked next week. They are ranked right now 20th going to Florida. I think the Gators will probably be favored there, so that won't be a system bet if that's the case. And 24th ranked Duke at Clemson. Clemson might actually be favored. Maybe so. Clemson's, Clemson's 6-0 in the conference. Um, and I don't care who you're playing and what conference you're playing in, 6-0 is 6-0. Mm-hmm. So those are just uh, a handful of the system games. There are some top 25 matchups. Kansas is hosting 14th-ranked Iowa State. Iowa State's 13-2. and Kansas has actually struggled a lot. They should have lost Oklahoma the other night. Um, but this is a chance for Iowa State to come into Lawrence and say, we're for real. We're 13-2. We're Hey, you got to take us seriously. Uh, that is one top 25 matchup. Kansas State, ranked 11th, is 15-1, and one, by the way. And they've had a couple of impressive conference wins already. They go on the road to TCU's, ranked 17th, and 13-3. and three. That's 2 o'clock on ESPN2. See, that's on ESPN2, right? Kansas State and TCU, two ranked teams. <laughs> Louisville and Carolina on the big, on the mothership. That's Louisville and Carolina, gonna same draw thing. Draw more watch. Same thing with viewers, Kentucky, right? Tennessee. It's on. They're on there because of namesake. Yeah, they're going to draw more viewers. Yeah. No doubt about it. And Sunday, really nice matchup here. Shaka Smart's got Marquette playing great basketball. Noon on Fox Sunday. Marquette is fourteen and four at Xavier, fourteen and three. Xavier's ranked twelfth, and the Musketeers 
have been tearing it up lately. So uh, that's one of the Sunday games. Texture says, I was hoping Ed would be in studio today because I wanted to dis- discuss the LIT. I was of the opinion nobody wanted to hear about the LIT. Ed, quit texting into the yeah, phone's text, text line. line. I believe uh, this uh, texture continues. I believe the lack of great players in Louisville versus what we had in the 70s and 80s hurts attendance. Um, you know, I think the older we get, the more we feel like feel like the talent is that down. Well, there's some really good players. Um, Gabe Sisk left Ballard to go to prep school, came back. He's playing for Ballard tonight uh, in the LIT. Uh, Mail got a couple of Edelin kids that are really good. Now they're small, but they, they know how to play basketball. The Western's got some Division One talent. The Western Warriors have some Division One talent. Manuel's best player, Damon King, is hurt right now with an ankle injury, not playing. He will be back before the season ends. But he's a junior, and he is drawing all kinds of Division I love, including from Louisville. So, no, I'm not sure the talent. Trinity's got a lot of talent. St. X got some talent. Burn Creek's got some talent. Um, the Sales has a lot of talent. There are still talented players in the Louisville area. Now, is anybody Manuel Forrest? No. Is anybody Daryl Griffith? No. But those are generational kind of guys. And I'm glad Ed's not here because I didn't want to talk about the LIT, <laughs> which I just talked about for a minute and a half. Manuel Forrest, two days in a row of hers. Two his days name. in a row we talked about Mandu. Wow. Fabulous. All right, time for the six-pack. There it is. He was ready. I didn't. I, I tried to trick him. Scooter was ready. <laughs> Unsponsored still. You can sponsor the six-pack. Just text me on the text line, 414-1450. I'll tell you how much, and you tell me yes or no. It's pretty simple. But as of now, still the unsponsored six-pack. Five and one last week, with the only loss being that South Carolina loss to Tennessee by 43. Yikes. But 3-0 and in the NFL. So we'll we'll put five NFL games together here since the playoffs are upon us. We start 4.30 tomorrow, Seattle at San Francisco. The Seahawks beat the 49ers twice in the regular season. But it's a different 49ers team now. They're 13-4, and four, the two seed. The Seahawks are 9-8. and eight. They crept into the playoffs with a win and a Green Bay loss last week. If San Francisco and Seattle had split in the regular season, I'd probably take Seattle here. Seattle beat them twice. I'm taking San Francisco and giving the 10. Hate it. I'm opposite. 0 for 1. Did I say interrupt me during the, during the uh, six-pack? I can cut your mic off if you want. 8-15 tomorrow <laughs> night, Chargers and Jaguars. The Jaguars beat Tennessee to get in the playoffs. They're 9-8, and eight, yet they're playing a home game against a 10-7 and seven Los Angeles Chargers team. This is a great quarterback matchup Saturday night. I will be glued to the TV for this one because it's Trevor Lawrence who's played great in his second season against Justin Herbert who's been playing great ever since he got into the league. Fantastic matchup, and the Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. In the preseason, I picked Los Angeles to go to the Super Bowl. So I hope they win this game by one because I'm taking the Jaguars at home who are on a bit of a roll here uh, with Trevor Lawrence playing great, Travis Etienne playing great. Their defense has been opportunistic. 
I think they ambushed the Chargers. Chargers have that 3,000-mile trip to Jacksonville, and the Jags win on a Saturday night at home. You got anything to say about that one? Yeah, I disagree with that, too. <laughs> Give me the Chargers. All right, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Sunday, 1 o'clock, Miami at Buffalo. Miami without Tua Tonga-Vailoa, without Teddy Bridgewater. Skylar Thompson will get the start against the Buffalo team that is uh, still emotionally reeling Roller coaster down, up, down, and back up with the Demar Hamlin news. Uh, the the uh, Patriots got trained trained about trucked, I guess, by the uh, Bills last week. This number has gone from ten to thirteen and a half because of the unavailability of Tua Tonga Vailoa. Skyler Thompson, they're going to get after him. I think Buffalo names the score here. I'm taking the Bills and giving the thirteen and a half. I'll come with you on that one. That's. Yeah, Wow, way to go out on a limb. Bill's about about 24. 4.30, the Giants and the Vikings, a six-versus-three matchup. It's a day game. That helps Kirk Cousins and the uh, 13-and-three Vikes. Miami is – or not Miami, excuse me. The Giants are 9-7-1. Daniel Jones is still the quarterback, which makes me – makes it unbelievable to me that the Giants are even in the playoffs. But – I think the the Vikings are crazy. They're thirteen and three, but they've been outscored this year. Think about that. Think about that number. There are three losses to Dallas, to Philadelphia, and I forget the third one. They were destroyed, absolutely destroyed. But they won every close game, and I think this is going to be a close game. I'm taking everybody I've watched on national TV is on the Giants here. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Vikings. Same. I'm giving the three. Cousins plays well, gets the ball to Jefferson, Thielen, uh, Hawkinson, the tight end, and they score, I think, a lot of points here. And I don't think the Giants can match their offense. So I'm going to take Minnesota. I truly think this game's a push if that line stays at three. That's 430 on Fox. 815 Sunday night football on NBC. Bengals hosting the Ravens for the second week in a row. Lamar Jackson not going to play. This number has jumped up from 6.5 to 9.5. Taking the Bengals here, I think they're playing better than anybody in the NFL right now. They've won seven or eight in a row. I think it's eight. Uh, had a couple of losses early in the season on late field goals. They probably should have won. Give me Joe Burrow against Tyler Hunt, Tyler Hundley. I mean, all day long. And uh, Bengals, Ravens kept it close last week. I'm going to take the Bengals here and give the points. I'll roll with you on that. And by the way, how do you not say Hatfield after you talk about Tyler Huntley? I don't know what you mean. With the Louisville guy? Huntley Hunt, Hatfield. Huntley Hatfield. Tyler Huntley Hatfield. Yeah. Finally, we'll go college basketball for this last pick. I'll save the Monday night game for Monday, the Monday night football game. Tennessee and Kentucky, I'm taking the Vols here. Mm-hmm. Jacob Toppin, probably not going to play. I don't know. The jury's out on Case and Wallace. But Tennessee's good. Rick Barnes always has his team ready to play against Kentucky. And – Sometimes when you got somebody down, you just want to step on their neck, and I think that's what Tennessee's going to want to do tomorrow. If the number's 12, I really don't care what the number is. I'm taking Tennessee and giving the points. I hate to do that. I hate to pile on. I hope Kentucky plays great. You know what? I hope they win the game. I hope Louisville beats Carolina. I just don't see either one of those things happen. And by the way, we talked about this in the break, Scooter. By the end of next week, all three local teams could be in last place. Wolf in their conference. Kentucky, Louisville, and Indiana. Hope that doesn't come to fruition. We'll recap it all on Monday. Thanks for listening.
Beers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Everywhere y'all, I heard it, I heard it, I heard it all.